Greetings, going to welcome to the Crew 3 Podcast. I was rocking with me as always are my co-hosts Chris and Ricky. Gentlemen, say hello. Give him the salute. Give him the give salute. Him the salute. Man, Ricky's we are Kaka. Ricky, we have where's yeah, your party? We're off to a blazing start this week because we got a lot to cover. Uh, because we have three RCs to talk about, a very exciting energy 5k, and then throw that all out the window into the mother garbage because we got a ban list. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Well, we don't have one yet. Yeah, we they know. we should have we should have had a ban list. We, we, we know what's one. going on. We will, really... There will be one on Monday, and uh, so uh, yeah, we got events to talk about. We'll go into use that to just kind of segue us into the not just ban list updates, potentially some unbannings. Potentially, as well, uh, we'll give our opinions. I sent a survey to the community at large. We got some responses there. So uh, before we dive into it. Chris, I know you're a big baseball fan. Um, I know you're you're a lover of one Shohei Otani. Right, right. But, as we uh, are. How before Shohei Otani, how did you feel Ichiro Suzuki? Yeah, Ichiro is the hit king, right? Yeah, they won't give it to him because they're cowards. Because he uh, he played in the Japanese baseball league for too long, unfortunately. But you know, uh-huh. what if Ricky's, I told- Ricky's a Ichiro fan? He uh, rooted for the Mariners when his uh, familia lived in Alaska. I did. Uh- Wear a Mariner's shirt a lot. Yep. <laughs> what if I told you Ichiro Suzuki played baseball this very weekend and threw a shutout game? <laughs> yeah. Now, now <laughs> let me. Let's just. Was he playing against little girls by any chance? <laughs> he might have been playing against a team of high school girls. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. Yeah. See, Japan's not afraid. They like showing off their powerful uh... athletes. Like. We would never have a home run competition yeah. where we, we bring back Mark McGuire, <laughs> give him back the steroids, and then have him fight against the Little League kids. We wouldn't do that in this country. Coughing, you know? actual hydrogen bomb versus coughing baby. Right, right, yeah, for those right. that don't know, every year Japan has – Japan is very big into baseball. And the last few years they've been doing a thing where uh, they have former professional players play like kind of a scrimmage game against a bunch of high school girls trying to get them more interested in baseball. Right. And this the Otani's or sorry Suzuki's been doing this for like the last couple of years now. Mm-hmm. This is like his third year doing it. Um, but this year he threw a shutout game. They total of 116 pitches. They're like, you hit your 80. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm this out. I've got this. <laughs> They're just high school girls. No, no, no. All gas. Right, right, right. Like right, 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 hour power right. like fastball. Right. Uh, what was great was. Uh, one of the high school girls did strike him out, and they interviewed her, and she was like, "It was so inspiring. I'm going to keep playing baseball now." <laughs> right, right. I'm shooting for the major leagues, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I think me, you know, like if uh, John Finkel just appeared at my F and M. Yeah, right, and uh, just shut everybody out, you know. Uh-huh. I'd be like, I'm inspired to play more Magic. It'd be like if he showed up at like your local middle school's Magic the Gathering club, right? Well, it's like he showed up at anybody's average commander group. Yes. Yeah. You sure, know. Sure, sure. But the whole the whole point was though, like this girl though beat him. Like this is you beat John Finkel in that match yes. in that game of Huge. magic, right? Huge. You, you Great opportunity. I mean, as yeah. like what what do you say if he goes, you know, not full force as it were? That's right. Yeah. Right. Like if he, then then it's like, oh, he had to take it easy. So like he went there and and you know, he he tried to tried to um hit, I guess, and you know, got struck out by Somebody will have a lifetime memory, right? 
he did though actually manage to hit hit this this time. Apparently, the last two games he hasn't made he hasn't hit the ball. <laughs> he didn't hit it. Oh really? Yeah. I wonder how much he was trying to, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's like fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, uh, that's it for your weekly update on Ruckman found atomic monsters coughing babies. Uh, let's talk about more atomic monsters coughing babies with Is It Phoenix versus Discover Combo. <laughs> Turns out, interacting with your opponent, yeah, will win the game. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna make Ricky wait. So we're gonna talk about the the, the Canada two until oh the very end. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Energy series uh, to go over this. We're just because I want to quickly highlight. Of course. A top eight and a top 16 competitor. So some I want to shout out to uh, some legends of the game, if you will. Some, some no name schmuck named Darren Magnotti, aka <laughs> Servo Token, who has not won a wrestling match in his life. That's right. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Marduk Griesfeng in the top 16 here. Uh, and I tell you what, man, I look at this list. Now, granted, uh, Servo has since said that uh, the, the sideboard and land base are kind of just thrown together based on what he had at the time. The trade but, binder. Uh, the trade binder, yeah. But uh, I think before the bans were announced, I was really interested in playing Mardu Grease Fang, I think. Yeah. No, I think uh, Darren was with you. I mean, obviously, this is like somebody that I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what you'd say our relationship with Servo Token is, but um, it feels good. I mean, he was hanging out with us at uh, at DreamHack, right? Like, this is somebody who feels, I feel like, near and dear. Just waiting for Darren to make it Facebook official near and dear to us you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah, i know yeah. that i didn't make the cut for his uh, dig through time podcast i know that i was not chosen there were many applicants right many many people wanted to be a part of that and only so many people could make it so i'm not you know it, that's business that's how it goes i couldn't be on there but uh but you know what uh, super exciting this is super cool to see obviously super proud of him all that you know yeah. and then uh i mean i went i made sure i retweeted it because everyone deserves to retweet this man but yes. that's the fire shoes for a top eight with Boros Heroic. That's right. That's right. Okay. I uh, I volunteered to be the person who officially does the retweets when when Fire Shoes makes the top eight. Yeah. I've been selected. I did win that war. So I am yeah. the official. You immediately gave up because you realized this is way too much effort for. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Just when he makes a top eight. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, now, yeah, I'm yeah. not taking over his role. He gotcha. retweets when everybody else makes a top eight. Uh-huh. Somebody has to retweet when he makes a top eight. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Tag all yeah. his top eights with at it's Christmas and I'll retweet them, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. One tenth of his follower count just so that those people know, you know? Yeah. All I'm saying is I've got I've got some wild growth walkers signed by the man, the myth, the legend himself. Oh. Wow. Hold on to those. Those are going, you yeah. know, those are stonks. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for my my Amalia combo deck here. Now that it's going to be the best combo deck in Pioneer post post Monday. Edna B. Yeah. Edna B. Oh, all right. Oh, well, that's it for the energy. Let's talk about South America here, which was of course taken down by our Praiser combo, our top eight here. Uh, this is going to be freaking goldfish or anyone melee. Please give us good top eight printouts. So Brad I says know. he's working on it. Thank God, Brad. Brad, Brad. commented and said he's working on it. They're doing it. All right. All right. So uh, starting at uh, – so I believe it's the top eight here. So we have Santiago Bigotti on Amalia Combo. We have Marcelo Lopez Lagos on Racto Sacrifice. Kristen Valenzuela on Azorius Control. Uh, Julio Bejarano Espejo on Azorius Lotus Field. Uh, Joaquin Fuentes on Mono White. Uh, Facundo Conde on Rona Luca. Our top two, Benjamin Vera. And then Guillote on 
uh, what is it, four color appraiser or color appraiser combo. So uh, let's take a quick second. Uh, let's talk about appraiser. Let's talk about Amali. So, yeah, that deck is still trying to figure itself out. Um, uh, I mean, I like what they're doing here with this version of appraiser. Uh, I like just including some torrential gear hulks just to give us another kind of way to, Hey, if we don't hit the combo, you know, we're putting good spells in our graveyard. Let's just cast the magma opus. Yep. I mean, it doesn't get in the way of your cascade. So like, why yeah. not? Right? Yeah. It just gives you something else you can evolution into if you need to like get around some sort of effect or whatever, you know? Right. So um, I, I definitely love that change. This is playing the connive concoct, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, playing this so we can like try to concoct one of our dinosaurs back. Yeah. After we, we uh, it away. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of sick. Um, I don't think connive ever comes into play, but hey, who knows, right? Yeah. Elemental masterpiece. Like we're just on. Well, connive is there just so we don't hit it off of. Right, right. Or five, yeah. So this uh, person played a total of 10 treasure spells. Okay. Which is kind of wild, right? At least Magma Opus, I mean, technically you can cast all of these, right? Eventually. Mm-hmm. But essentially all of these cards are basically just used for that bottom text to discard for a treasure. Yeah. And it's kind of a little wild, right? It's just like, we just want that turn two acceleration so badly that mm-hmm. we're willing to play 10 cards that all they do is two mana instant speed make a treasure. Make a treasure, yeah. Which is kind of like insane. Yeah. So. And I mean, we'll, we could talk a little bit more about this when we get to the Matrix, but I mean, I, I was honestly kind of surprised to see that as the weekend went on, um, I think we kind of all assumed that Quintorius is going to be the more resilient version, but Quintorius got like stomped on hard. Do you think that was kind of attributed by open decklist? Or do you think that decklist is actually just a little more flimsy than we thought? Whereas just uh, pra- the appraiser bill just can kind of brute force a little harder. I mean, appraiser just goes off on turn three and Quintorius yeah. goes off on turn four. And right. I think it's tricky because like a, a lot of the two damage spells that we play now hit planeswalkers also. Sure. So it's not like like you've got to tick your Quintorius down usually. You can try and tick up. You might be dead at that point. Um, so given that you, you know, again, if you go to one and you can discover, but if you're Quintorius gets killed in response, you can't copy that, right? So mm-hmm. I do think that the turn three threat, like some people will just be like, oh, you know, maybe they won't have it, right? And it comes down, again, more, a little more unexpected. But yeah, I do think obviously this deck list is a lot worse with open deck list where you know, I just hit the mulligan to a piece of one mana interaction and then that'll probably get me there, you know? Yeah. Uh, so who on their bingo card had uh, RC1 by a deck that plays... Uh, four temples, right? A port of Carfell, and a crystal grotto. Unironically, not on my bingo card. No, uh, I don't think it was on anybody's bingo card. Uh, absolutely wild. And it, like they're not wrong. Like you just want the scry ones, like because you just need to find appraiser or yeah. carnivore or something. You know, mm-hmm. I caused an absolute panic in my opponent's eyes on arena, uh, where I. We got the big gnome boy back with our God Pharaoh's gift and our opponent just just started hitting buttons like they were just like, I don't know what this does. It's Press scary. Button. It's coming into play. It's got triggers. What does it do? So they just bedeck bedeviled my my big gnome robot. And then you just got it back for the next turn. 
Well, what, no, it made it a 10-4. It didn't even kill it. It's a 7-7. Seven, seven. I think they thought, oh, it's a 3-3. Three, three. They were like, oh, it comes oh, into play. Okay, I think yeah, their yeah. thought was like, oh, it's going to come into play as like a 3-3 three, three because it comes into throw. But no, unfortunately, Godfrey's gift makes it a base power 4-4. Four, 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 so, yeah. uh, I also didn't realize that the trigger is relative only to its power. So uh-huh. they bedeck bedeviled it to make it a 10. Oh, uh, yeah, I attacked yeah. them for 10 damage, and then they made me 10 1 1 tokens instead of 7. Yeah. So, uh, opponent comboed off next turn and still could not kill me because I had 20 from the <laughs> enter the battlefield trigger because I did it with trigger on the stack. So I got 10 when it came into play oh, yeah. and 10 when it attacked. And even if I hadn't, I would have had enough tokens to block and survive, but it definitely helped me uh, ensure the win, I suppose. Yeah. So. Right, and then uh, I want to look at quickly the Amalia combo list here. So we're on four Sinout Scout, four Gilded Goose, four Lunark Veteran, one Selfless Savior, uh, four Amalia, two Dina Soul Steeper, four Prosperous Keeper, four Wild Growth Walker, four Tetherings, four Quarter Calling, four Collected Company. So we're on the full 12 package here to combo. So either we've got some backup, we got Return to the Ranks here to sort of rebuild after opponent blows, the, after we blow the world up. Uh, I mean, which is fine because then Amalia just keeps getting infinitely bigger because she's already triggered right yep. so um this deck's so, very resilient to hate by the way yeah like this is definitely a deck that i'm i'm looking to pick up some pieces for once discover assumedly goes away yeah i think it's i think it's more than assumedly which we'll talk about here in a little bit uh yeah i mean i i like to see this deck is still you know the, when, when this was when happening i think like i was all in on amalia because i was just like this is gonna be the fun combo right yeah. like and i'm excited to see this deck Still getting results, actually. I think this deck, um, this is something that I think is an example of a combo that like can live in Pioneer. If we're going to talk when we talk about that uh, here again in just a few minutes, I'm going to keep dangling. That. I want, I want you, I want your listen minutes. You know, I got the, I got our Spotify wrap now. I, now I need to get more minutes of your time. That's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, all right, let's move on. We're not going to talk about like the the other decks here. Heck no. I mean, do you? Which 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 list do you want to talk about specifically? I mean, I, it's been a while since I've seen Racto Sacrifice. Okay, we don't so Racto Sacrifice. To, I want to check it real quick. I didn't look. I had not pre-looked, but okay. there's been some stuff going around with like Bitter Triumph, some Tarian's Journal. I'm just looking here. No, we're just main forty Meatuck Massacre. Okay, we're playing Roiling Vortex in the sideboard. Yeah, that's uh, that's turns hot. out that's pretty good against Discover. Right. Uh, that explains why we we've made it this far, right? Yep. Main deck Meat Hook Massacre, also insane. Got to beat Convoke. Um, yeah, no, this deck is... Uh, it's interesting. I just haven't seen this deck in a long time. You know what I mean? It's been bumming around. It's been bumming around. Mm, uh, has it? It, ha- it has been, actually. It it top-aided some stuff the last couple weeks. Yeah, I've definitely seen this deck around. But we, we did lose you for one week. So. Yeah, that's okay. I know when you're on on the show, Ricky just doesn't care in the world. All he thinks of is Phoenix. When Ricky's not here, all he thinks of is Oh Phoenix, Oh Phoenix. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's being a bird boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's too high in the sky to see what we're doing down I'm here. Like, I'm like, I'm like I got to plan flights to Dreamhack. <laughs> sure. I got to figure right. out how to play in the RC. Right. I'm just right. swimming in these qualifications. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's too high above us. He can't see down here. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to the Japanese top eight here. Uh, this one I do have. Thank you, PlayMTG Twitter, for giving me a nice graphic to follow. Do this for all of your events, please. Uh, so our bottom eight here, we have Motohito Nakao on uh, Appraiser. We have Takumi Matsura on Rakdos Midrange. We have Soichi 
Hasegawa on Boris Convoke. We have Yuta Yokokawa on Azuris Lotus Field. Our top four, we have Wu Jin Xiong on Rona Luka. Then in, also we have Kotaru Chiku on Boris Convoke. And our finals is Yuyahasokawa on Azuris Control versus our eventual winner, Kenta Masakado on Jund Transmogrify. Let's take a quick Ruckman. look at What's up? There's no way. What did what did, what did you just say? What is that deck you just talked about there? Uh, I said uh, Jund Transmogrify. Jund Transmogrify, the man said. Winning, huh? Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. All right, take a look at this deck list here. We have one Gigant of the Wellspring, two Attracts of Grand Unifier. Oh, two Karn the Great Creator. Uh-oh. Eight wins. Uh, one Duress, one Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, three Torch to the Tower. One Bitter Triumph, two Go for the Throat, four Transmogrify, three Courier's Briefcase, one Record of Bank Buster, three Asika's Chariot, four Careful Cultivation, four Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Yeah, Twin Shot Sniper on the sideboard. Yeah. yeah Twin Shot Sniper. When do you bring that in? Uh, like, you need it for, like, a Praiser combo or something? But, like... Yeah, it, you can tutor up with Karn, right, and kill a Praiser? Oh, you can tutor with Karn. It never yeah. actually goes in your deck. It's an artifact. That's right. Sorry, Karn. Yeah. For now. You know what I'm saying? For now. For now. I just, like, I love that our win cons are literally just, like, yeah, I guess we could have it a chariot, but these two attractions are going to carry us there. And, hey, you know what? I can't talk mess because it did. Yeah. I I will tell you that, like, Convoke can kill an Atraxa. Yeah. Um, Heroic does not currently have a way to kill Atraxa, at least main board, right? Um, and again, especially when we're playing Thought Seizes and Duress, you know? Jula, I mean, uh, <laughs> Void Winner stops. Yeah, Void Winner just stops, just stops Discover. Yeah. They can't even. Yeah. Um, That's good. I like that. I mean, also just like Three Torch the Tower. Yeah. Stops Discover dead in their tracks. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Bitter Triumph, Go for the Throat. Literally just untapped lands will stop your opponent. Yeah. But Ricky, Pioneer players don't want to do that. They just want to go, 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 go. Modern players don't want to do that. Pioneer players have learned. The modern have players, they though? Uh, probably not. It's very telling that this went up against uh, control in the finals and handle business, you know? Yeah. Because, again, we have a lot of discard effects here. And well, you know, control can be great, but as soon as you face a couple thought seizes, you are in some trouble. And three you know, go blanks, yeah, three go blanks in the board, right? You don't want to get those narcissist reversal, that's for sure. But definitely is the case where you clear out something like that with an initial thought seize, right? Early because their land's going to play tapped, then you you know you know you're free to go blank because you just take the two for ones against control, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then as hard as it hard as it can be, you will get to you know resolve your four mana dumpy sorcery spell and go get your draw four spell. You know, so unfortunately, there's a lot of removal, right? You probably can't take all the counter spirits and all the removal. But, you know, again, you're generally speaking, setting up with your first Atraxa, you're setting up your second combo. Yeah. Two Atraxa seems a little bit light to me. Um, but, you know, maybe you maybe you side in the Void Winner or a name even to get. Yeah. What did you get? Uh, Wrath, you get Fairy, get lost. These Mirax tokens are going to carry the are going to carry us. Yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah pretty. Uh. Pretty fun list to win here, though. Twelfth yeah, place. This is, this is a dope one. Twelfth place. We had a pretty sick mono red deck. Oh yeah, this is the one with four main board royally vortex. Four main board royally. <laughs> 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 
Thor Eidolon of the Great Revel. Like, let's uh, let's get out here, right? You know? And why aren't we – if we're going to play World of Vortex, why don't we just play that new uh, – the new dinosaur that just says you didn't pay for your spells take damage? Well, because that's only if you don't pay for your spells on my turn. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this guy – this person came to play, you know? Yeah, I tell yeah, you what. Way. I, I, I'm going to be kind of sad with when Discover gets the axe because I've been loving to hearing people talk about like in in my, like my local groups talk about like does anyone have these cards? They kill the Discover decks. Like people are like, does anyone have Red Cat Melee? It kills both versions of Discover. Like I love people digging through the sideboard, digging for the sideboard cards again. Yep, yep, yeah. I think the well, let's let's save that. We're, we're I mean we're probably rolling right into. Ban philosophy, yeah. and that's the, that's going to be the bulk of the show. There's so much to talk about here because yeah. there's a lot of crazy people on Twitter. There's a lot of people be wild in. I'll say that because I don't think that they're dumb. I just think that everybody's got their own take on the format, yeah. and so I'm all about it. But there's definitely some takes that I think are out there. Is it the is it the is it the the civic giant in the room? I I no 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 no. This is a this is a thing. I, I really I actually liked that conversation because I thought that it was thought provoking. I think a lot of these banned conversations are actually very thought provoking, so they're okay. good. Okay, but um. I will tell you that I have not – everybody's been making the unbanned tier lists kind of like we did. These unbanned tier lists are so wild. We're not, we're not there yet. We're not there out yet. Out of control. They're out – I haven't seen a single one yet where I'm like, oh, I, 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 it makes sense to me. I haven't even seen a single one where I'm like, well, I disagree with that one, but the rest of these are okay. Yeah. Every single tier is is like totally off to me. Like some of the – some of the like this is a safe card. I'm like, you have to be out of your mind. Some of the right, ones well, that are like, oh, this has right, to be hold on, look hold on, crazy. You know? Yeah, I mean, look – you want to go into it? I mean, there's we don't have, we don't have. I think we're done with events. I don't think there's anything. Let's go. I think the events. I, there's nothing I, else I think we're, I think we're here. There's no hold other. On, I, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that do I do I hear something? Yeah. Yes. All right. We would be remiss to skip over the face to face Canada oh, too. Yes. I'm Canadian now. I've Let's look at this topic. Oh wait. Uh five out of the eight is Phoenix. Uh I you know and land I land of wanna... the three, baby. Land of the three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, I appreciate for them. I I like once again, thank you for telling me putting the picture in your top four, but not telling me who the players are. Just tell me that they're all in Phoenix. They're all Phoenix, right? They're all Phoenix, right? <laughs> uh, so our top eight, of course, is going to be uh, – this is on uh, non-set order. We'll, we'll say who wins. We know, uh, we know who won, right? We know who won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just don't know who are the other three Phoenix players that made top four. Sure. Um, so we have Kyle Gellert on Raptors Midrange. We have Larry Bazane on our appraiser combo. We have Jean-Philippe Goyette on appraiser combo. Then we have Simon Carice on Is It Phoenix. We have Edgar Malagis on Is It Phoenix. We have Ryan Primdahl on Is It Phoenix. We have Max Dor on Is It Phoenix. And your winner is Hafam on Grixis Phoenix. So Ricky It's, it's Demir Phoenix. Um, actually it has a it, it's it Phoenix has, red. They, they are has, playing Steam Vents. It has yeah. two steam vents in case you get absolutely Desperate. ranched. And in case of emergency. Yeah. yeah. But this is Demir Phoenix. It is anti-Phoenix. Uh-huh. Um, we'll talk, break it down for us, Ricky. What's this deck list? This deck is four Ledger Shredder, four Picklock Prankster, four Arclight Phoenix, two 
Shieldred the Apocalypse, mm-hmm. one cling to dust, four consider, four fatal push, uh, three opt, three sleight of hand, four thoughts. Does that, does that hurt? Does that, does that have a weird taste in your mouth to say? No, actually, I've been wanting to cut down on, to three sleight of hand, actually. Okay, all right. Um, four Thoughtseize, four Bitter Triumph, four Treasure Cruise, and 19 lands that we're now playing Hive of the Eye Tyrant. We're playing Clear Pathways, Dark Slick Shores, One Shipwreck Marsh, Odawara, Watery Graves, and why not two Steam Vents? Is there is there a modal you would have played in this deck list? A modal? A Jawari Disruption? Like a Jawari Disruption or... So we're not playing pieces of the puzzle. Okay. So it makes those cards a little worse, right? Ah, okay, sure. You're playing Clicklock like, Prankster. Yeah, well, we're not playing pieces of the puzzle, which means, like, we can't... Oh, yeah, you're playing Clicklock Prankster. You can still grab them off that, but... Yeah, yeah. But you can't grab yeah. two, and I think I do think that's one thing about pieces. It grabbing you two means you, you could grab a, a... Yeah. Right. You could you could grab one, and then your treasure cruise, right? That, so like, I do understand Like Field Hazard is, like, phenomenally better than Jawari Disruption, and I've been playing Jawari Disruption lately just because of Appraiser combo. Yep. Because you just get them. Because they yep. try to be greedy and go off. And you just counter spell for one mana. Anyways, uh, we're playing like The End, which is a hoser for Phoenix. We're playing Ritualist Soot Extinction Event. We're playing uh, the one to clean to us main. You know, we've got Narciss Reversal and two Go Blanks of our own. Dark Betrayal for like cleaning up the Rakdos deck, like killing other Shieldreds and the stupid Demon. I'm very upset with that demon in my testing right now. Which demon? The one that you lose in four turns. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 that one. He's just big. He's pretty big. Our portrayal also hits Atraxa. It does hit Atraxa. It hits some certain Fangy boys, certain Rat Ninjas. Yep. You know, so. not a bad card. I like Dark Portrayal. I was thinking about why nobody plays this card, but there's a lot of hate cards. I think that, uh, like again, like Red Cam Melee. Like, we're just so ahead in the geological combo, like, matchup, right? Yeah. We're now just hedging against other Phoenix decks. Other Phoenix, sure. Also are so ahead in the geological combo deck. Yeah. Um. So I, 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 do, I do think, unfortunately, uh, in Atlanta, I will be on some form of Phoenix. But I will say that, unfortunately, I, I don't think... The gravy train is... The gravy train of Phoenix is over. Canada got the last serving... Uh, we're going to have to work hard for our Phoenix well, win. They need all that gravy for their poutine. Right, that makes sense, you know. Uh, so I love this Phoenix deck. I like all the other Phoenix decks because nobody in the top four is playing otherworldly World games. Uh, no, wait, one one person is, but I think this is the person that did not make top four. Oh, well, we can, if we confirm that. I don't know if we can confirm that, but I remember when I was looking at this on Twitter, I remember seeing no otherworldly gazes, but... Uh, I could have just been blinded by the birds, you know? Yeah. Someone was playing Prismari Command. Hot, you know? Yeah. It destroys an artifact, so at the end of the day, it's not bad. Sure. I, we just, we're desperate to blow up treasure tokens now, right? We're desperate to blow up anything. There's so many artifacts right now running around. Yeah, true. True, true, true. All right, Ricky, well, do you feel like you've got enough Phoenix? Phoenix talking? I've got I've got more to talk about when we get to the bannings and stuff like that, but right. I think that Phoenix is, uh, what a deck, you know? Yeah. What a fun time to play the world's greatest format, Pioneer. Uh, it seems like a very, you know, crazy out of nowhere deck with the, you know, geological appraiser deck. Mm-hmm. What a fun balanced format. Uh, like Mono Green's not doing well. We've got lots of events running with lots of different decks winning. Yeah. 
I think like I'd be, it would be wild to throw a ban in right now. Would it? Well, I mean, let's uh, let's talk about it then. So obviously, uh, earlier this week, actually yesterday, there was a the weekly magic stream, which next week will be Karloff spoilers. No, it won't. It will. I know Karloff. it's um, next week it's- is actually the Ravnica remastered. I thought it was Karloff previews as well. You might be right. It might be Ravnica. It might be both, but I know for sure that Ravnica Remastered spoilers are starting next week. Anyway, uh, so of course this week they decided, hey, let's sit down and talk about Ban Philosophy because Monday is going to be is going to be our announcement. We knew it was coming up. Uh, we didn't know quite what it is. Kind of sussed out that it was going to be next Monday because uh, their whole thing was like three Mondays after the last set release. We will have our BNR. Uh, they've now since changed that, and we'll talk about that here in a second as well. Uh, some kind of notes because I I got to watch the stream. Chris watched the stream. Yep. Ricky, did you get a chance to watch the VOD? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I I want to so, say real quick, uh, huge shout out to Kevman because Kevman was the one who posted it that I saw it. Yes, I was just like oh, he just posted. It. I was like, oh, let me click on this because they're talking about BNR philosophies, and then yeah, it was uh, very. I, they could kind of announce some of these things earlier. I I would have. Because honestly, had I had I known that she would have happened, I was working from home on Tuesday. I was going to simul stream it. Yeah, the simul stream. Yeah, we, we we really there's so much content. Now again, at the beginning though, who was to say it was going to happen? I thought it was just going to be a philosophy stream, and like within minutes, Blake yeah. goes into we're going to talk about changes that are going to happen. Changes yeah. are happening. They're coming. We're going to talk yeah. about them. And I, Can I, I say, screamed. Dan Dan Mewson, one of the most, if not the most, competent person on these streams they've had in a long time. But just overall, by the yeah. way, this was brilliant. Yes. Um, I love that Blake was the one who was like, I'm such a Chad. I'm just going to lie to everybody and say that I'm the one who messed up so, the schedule for the so, last yeah. so I, I So I have, I have notes real quick to kind of summarize the summarize the stream and then we can kind of go into breaking it down. That is one of my notes is that September 8th is that uh, they just go, yeah, about the September 8th thing. Uh, I messed up. That was on me. I misread the calendar. And I'm like, Blake, the BNR before that, you say this is when the next announcement's going to be. So, right, right. yeah, but I don't will tell you say, go, go that's ahead. what a baller does. Like yeah. somebody who who's like that, who's like, hey, listen, this is just an honest mistake. Crucify if you want. Nobody's gonna, by the way. Everybody's gonna go. Is oh, that what a baller does, or is that what your boss says when he says, "Here's the sword, fall on it"? Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. I think I think he volunteered. I think that they looked bad, and I think he was just like, I can solve this easy. I'll just yeah. say it was my bad. Like I really do. I genuinely it was it was the confidence of somebody who's done that kind of work before. I've done that at work where I'm just like, oh hey, it was me, sorry. Yeah. And people are just like, oh no worries, you know. And same thing. I, I don't care because the announcement was so was so good, right? Saying hey, you guys did not like that. We heard. Trust me, we heard you, and we're gonna change things going forward. So I'll leave it there. We can go into yeah. the thing about it, but I just wanted to say huge huge ups because. Although we'll talk a lot about the announcement, I loved the structure of the announcement. I love we're getting more of this. Yeah. So. so, okay. So real quick, kind of the the summation of it all. Um, uh, March 11th is also going to be the next one. That is going to be – so they've said that going forward, instead of being a set three weeks after, um, now it is going to be a kind of – they will give it two to five weeks after a set comes out before they make an announcement. Um, and they've essentially said that by doing it on March 11th, um, then it's kind of out of the way of interacting with the pro tours for that. So uh, it's kind of out of the way of a lot of stuff. So uh, Marshall is our next BNR announcement. Uh, one of the big things I do want to point out is they said um, Pioneer's not on Arena. So they want more large events like things like the pro tour to happen before they take um, 
action auto format. And I think like that is 100% cool. I understand like you can get all the league data you want, but clearly open deck list and big events like that do give you extra data, give you different data. I think that's something that's good to hear them. Uh, and I also appreciate like, you know, challenges. Yes, they're important, but let's see what happens when push comes to shove at the real events that like everyone's working up to. Right. right. Um, one of their goals for the ban list is that for all formats is that they're fun, playable and a good amount of sets. Um, they've said that pioneer is the largest format that gets cards from standard pipeline. So it's an interesting position when you compare it to modern, who can in- directly inject cards into it through horizon sets. And then you also have standard, which while a large rotation will rotate out at some point, um, they all, this was the admission I really appreciated and that they haven't gotten back to a standard maintenance point that Pioneer requires versus other formats because of that lack of rotation, direct injection. So they saying that like, you know, after they had the one week ban list, they said they, they had a, they felt like they were really good at maintaining Pioneer and then COVID happened and they felt like they lost control and they haven't really gotten back to a point where they felt like they were doing enough to actively maintain and help guide Pioneer. That was, that was true. That was my that was the admission I really appreciate because I mean like yeah. when you think about it right during COVID like uh, we went so many months before we had like inverter banned and then we had more months before it took Euro to get banned yes. and then just like so long goes without them doing anything so having this cycle of I think Pioneer out of ed- any format is going to see the most impact out of these kind of quarterly bandless updates that we get every year. Um, standards obviously to get from the yearly. I assume Pioneer is going to get mostly from the quarterly, and Modern is kind of going to be just as they see. Now, one thing that I think did kind of bother me a little bit is their whole like, um, uh, oh, I had, a, I had a note on this. Um, when they said, we know what's coming in the pipeline, so we could better predict how things are going to go as opposed to the community. And this is another thing where I think it, where Dan then replied and said, well, sometimes we're good at predicting things. And once again, this is why, like, Dan was the real one. To me, Dan was the real one on this stream because I do like – as soon as they said, we're good at predicting things because we know what's happening. And I like the, well, we've been wrong because let's be real. Clearly they have been wrong, especially when we talk about things like Discover. Clearly their fixed cascade isn't as fixed as we would have hoped with certain things. Yeah. I think, you know, huge notes there on the on the cadence of the ban list. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do think that, you know, formats like modern, unfortunately, the cards are a lot more expensive. It's a lot more feels bad when your when your cards get banned. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the power level of the card seems a lot higher. Also, same thing with like a legacy or something like that. Pioneer, I think you can make more frequent bans just based on the the price of the cards not being as big of a deal. Right, like Quintorius is, you know, maybe the rare that's getting hit, maybe sure. as well as a crime that's like 10, 15 bucks. So, like, it definitely sucks, right? Like, my walking blisses, I think, were the more expensive, one of the more expensive cards I've lost. But yeah. I much preferred the the up tempo cadence, especially because it felt like they were listening to the community, right? Like when Teferi finally got banned, it was like, man, you know, Teferi is not the top card in Pioneer. It is just not in line with the Pioneer philosophy. Yeah. Right. Like the way they made turn three plane walkers way worse. Um, as a result, that was like by far the strongest one in it in its top thing. So that's kind of one of those cards in, in one of the bands that I look at, I'm like, wow, you guys you pay attention, right? Yeah. And I think the bands that we think are coming indicate they're paying attention. But I think we would all agree that those first couple months 
were amazing for Pioneer. Like we all felt great about Pioneer, right? Um, right before COVID. And, um, you know, they definitely lost that a little bit. But, you know, we've had some good bands. I think it was the lack of bands previously we were mostly upset about, the lack of action on Pioneer coming to Arena. That kind of thing was frustrating. But the mm-hmm. overall action has been very positive, and it looks like it's going to go back to being yeah. something incredible. The, so. the other thing, too, I think is important to note, they also did mention that, um, to clarify, win rate and play rate do matter to them when they're considering what's going to be banned. So it's good to see there. Um, so some other things they said about pioneer specifically, I mean, this is going to lead into, um, actually hold on before we cover some of their, their hints at what's going to happen. Right. Um, I do th- want to mention that Chris is one of several people who asked, uh, and answered a question on whether or not they want to do a watch list. And I think that's also very interesting because also I do want to say also like, Yes, you have a good point in that Pioneer is cheaper. Like if your deck gets like if you have bands, right? Like you, you, your mana base is still playable in a lot of cases. Like there are a lot of good crossover cards, but I don't want to downplay the fact that like not everyone's financial situation is the same, right? Of course, so, right? Bands yeah. suck. You know, I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not trying to tell you that it's nothing, right? I'm just saying that I think it's a format that if you're going to take a lot of action to try and mess with things, I'm about it. You know, yeah. and um, and and like you said, that that was almost. I'll be honest, that question was really a Ruckman question because you're the one who was like, man, I really like the way that Grand Archive does these bands. Yeah. And their response was, well, like, why would we talk if we were talking about, you know, potentially banning a thing, then nobody's going to play it. I was like, well, like, I'm not sure that that's true necessarily, but I will say that that this kind of event and their response was kind of an answer to the question that like, well they're going to talk about some of their reasonings anyway. Yeah. You know? So like that was kind of an answer to the question. Cause they didn't answer it. They were just like, Oh, you know, and I think that, well, I would have been less hounding on a watch list. Had they given us a BNR that actually explained anything right. that, that one time. Right. Cause, cause I, I, I also recognize that with grand archive as a newer game, um, you, when they have a watch list, right. There's not a lot of choices on, you still have to play those cards because right. There's not a lot of Fair. other options because the card pool is so small, right? So, um, but I, I put that question in the chat before they got into anything. Yeah. So I do feel like it was a fair question, given that they weren't, they hadn't given us all the revelations that they were about to. You know? Yeah, and, and I mean, I I do appreciate because they also said like, you know, um, they do try to mention cards that they just say like these are cards we're aware of, these are cards, and that has happened in the past, right? But they don't like to have a hard and set ban watch list because I do think they also brought the good point of. What happens then if you ban a card not on the watch list, or um, like what happens if you do? Like what happens if you ban a card not on the watch list? Right? Like I hear you. I what's do. the reaction to that? And that's fair. I, I will tell you that I think everybody's an adult, and I do feel like yeah. I you, don't agree with that statement. Yeah. No. No. Listen. But but listen. Like here's the deal. Right. Like okay, a card gets released that's not on the watch list. Right. Or. Like the reason they're banning something that's not on the watch list is because something drastic has changed and that is sure. going to be obvious to everybody. Like yeah. if they came out tomorrow and they were like, we're banning birds of paradise, we would look at them as idiots, whether or not they had birds of paradise on a watch list or not. Right. Like you see what I'm saying? Like the idea is that like, if you ban something not on a watch list, it's because it's something changed very quickly. And I think that's understandable. Right. Yeah. Like, but I think you expect people to be reasonable adults and people are not reasonable adults, especially when we're talking about like a Twitch chat. I will say that the I feel like the reaction to this event has been overwhelmingly positive and it gives me way more faith. Like I understand like the Twitter idiots, right? Like we've we've experienced our fair share in the last 24 hours, right? But 
But I do think that in general, people like communication, whether it's positive or negative. Sure. People are adults, they can handle it. And and this kind of thing showed, especially the reaction, showed that other than people being upset that they didn't just make the announcement now, which I, I think is fine. Uh, fine I, I think that they needed to make the announcement I think that's fine, yeah. but I think that's a fine one to be annoyed about. Like I totally, I totally think it's fine to be annoyed about. I think other than that, though, this this announcement was handled incredibly well, and the yeah. one where they said, "Hey, no changes, let's advertise our booster packs," was handled incredibly poorly, right? And it made sense, right? Like, so I, I don't know. I do feel like that people are just more or less average and going to react to things in in a way that makes sense All most right. of the time. They're going to be outliers, but so let's talk about then the hints we got to Monday's announcement. Uh, again, these aren't things that are set in stone. These are kind of heavy-handed hits, hints at very um, That's what I hate the most about this, actually. Like, yeah. I really, like it's unbelievably frustrating to me. It's clear the article's written. The article's definitely been written. Yeah, that like they can't just come. I'm I'm sick and tired of the like. I'm announcing that next sure. week there will be an announcement. You know, yeah. and I agree. It's not like it's not like there's an RC. It's like US RCs are this weekend, right? Where uh, it's, we all, it just, it is kind of annoying that we, there's like no RCs this weekend. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like it'd be different if they were like, and bandless goes out now. Right. So you could, you could have still posted now and said it takes effect on Monday. You could have said it takes effect now. It wouldn't have mattered. Right. Uh, we just now have a lame duck format for like a week and it's kind of just watching and waiting and everyone losing time from their playtesting for the American RC. Like, you make your point because I I, ha- I want to play devil's advocate a little bit. Okay, like the thing is that I've been doing a, quite a bit of testing yeah. um, for the RC, right? Testing and like trying to get my like list down and what I want to play and stuff like that. And I'm getting, you know, not like, not that it's all about me, right? But I don't have as much time to test as like, you know, people who are, you know, going to have more time to test, right? Sure. So I've been going and testing like, on my days uh, after work and stuff like that and trying to kind of figure out the deck. And I feel like by making this announcement, telling me that we're pretty sure that these cards are going to be banned, but you're going to have to wait and like just do nothing yeah. until it's too late, right? I mean, the fire is also probably a good point. Just like, if, if they're unbanning something, what if people need to get cards? Right, exactly. Like you just have to blindly guess with like prices just surging on random cards and like listen to absolute nonsense, Twitter mobs. Uh, and then like, ultimately we could see, like we could legitimately see Monday, like Karn fable, like band, uh, like Karn fan, uh, like fable appraiser band, but like not go into effect until after the RC. Right. No, they're going to all take effect. Now that could happen. Like it could happen. Like, we could also just see like suddenly they're just like we've lost our minds and like we've unbanned like two or three cards off the ban list and like now the entire format has like completely changed from where it was like we not only are we banning cards but we're unbanning cards and that's what they were hinting at doing is both banning cards yes. and unbanning cards at the same time which is going to be like just like please just give me the time to even just buy cards yeah. Alone so, test. Specifically, what they said was uh, when looking at banning things, right? They said uh, turn three kills and having your opponent tutor the perfect sideboard card out, really of green feels, decks. out of green decks feels really bad. 
Yeah. The important yeah, thing was not just tutoring your sideboard card like they're going to ban Fae of Wishes. He said tutoring the card out of the green deck, which I feel like is a little little more specific, but what we were talking about anyway. No, for uh, sure. Right. They also the the announcement real quick. Go ahead. I just want to say that I, I get what you're saying. I, I just I don't know that there's a I think the problem that they had is that before they weren't being communicative enough. And this was a thing to say, hey, listen, we are changing, you know? They probably could have just done the bands live on stream, um, but they don't usually do that, right? They write, have an article and they post it. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen them do like, we're live streaming the bands, you know? Um, and so I think that this was a reaction to, hey, last time we just said nothing, did nothing and made an advertisement and people weren't happy about that. So this was a, hey, I know this is like maybe a little over communicating, telling you that we're, we're going to make changes but just so you understand our philosophy and what we're going to be doing going forward. And like, you can ask us questions instead of just reading the article, right? The, like the, 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 daily, the, the, empty, the daily MTG stream is every Tuesday, right? Like that is their time to you there. That is their set marketing time to use this kind of thing. Like being in a corporate environment, like you have those schedules, it's kind of hard to change those schedules. Could they have done it on a different day? Right. Could they have done it just alongside the BNR next Monday? Yes. But well, I mean, uh, just saying like, it, I think that literally um, hinting at the changes they're going to make might honestly be worse sure. than just saying, hey, there's going to be a band announcement. Like, we are going to make changes, right? I think it's worse for Ricky, the competitive Magic player. Sure. I think it's way better for Ricky, the content creator. <laughs> I think sure, this sure, is sure. way cooler of more stuff to well, talk about as far as... Depends like, on what content creator you talk to, because a lot of people are also complaining, just like, why can't make content on the format now? Because the deck doesn't matter in a week. Also true. Like, this yeah. thing is like... Um, and it's just... I just don't like how they've done this kind of thing. It's just sort of, uh, why not... Like you waited this long and you already decided to take no action on the format before, right? Yeah. And like personally, in my opinion, I understand that for the long term health of the format, geological appraiser deck probably not healthy. But for right now, that's what it is. And like waiting to the end of the RC season would be nice. So I will say, I think the reason, another reason why they did nothing the last time is. Wildsville Drain really didn't do a whole lot. No, for sure. Uh, it so, and, and I feel like... It didn't create it, a geological appraiser deck, right? It, it didn't. And I feel like, while yes, Karn is a card we've been wanting gone for a while, if it is gone on Monday, right? Yeah. I feel like that's not a card... It is gone. That's the thing. Is like That's what we're doing. Okay, all okay, okay. But again, but again let, can, yeah. I, can I finish my point here? Karn isn't the kind of card I feel like they're just going to ban on its own. I feel like Karn is a card where they say, we really don't like this, but it's kind of okay. And I feel like having other cards go on along with it makes ripping that Band-Aid off a lot easier for people making decisions. Uh, I hear what you're saying, right? And I don't think that like there's no reason to not ban Geological Appraiser, right? The thing is just like, I don't trust Watsy. Just period, like full stop. Uh, I feel like they've done a lot to just sort of like neglect Pioneer. So to like suddenly hear like, hey, we want to spend a lot of time and attention on Pioneer. That sounds really great, but like the timing here is kind of frustrating to me. Yeah, but I feel like there's interesting not trusting them and to wanting me. to give them a chance. And I want to give them a chance. Sure. I think this announcement, I'm with Chris. I think this announcement did a lot. Um, 
could they have left out the really heavy handed hints of what was getting banned and just have said there will be action on Monday? Sure. But I feel like that would have just caused even more rampant speculation. Right. I think the actual like best answer is just announce the bans. Yeah, I hear you. Like, I, you can I will still, tell you that you can still hold on tight and keep people sitting on the edge of their seats waiting for Monday. So that way on, on Monday, you can direct all these people to the website so they can also see the new uh, advertisement for like super galaxy boosters coming in like Markov Manor or whatever. I'm ready for some super like, galaxy. Yeah. What, what can I get in the super galaxy boosters? <laughs> oh man. A house. How much do they cost? <laughs> Have you seen the, 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 the divorce divorce ad? Ad? <laughs> come on the house the house, the house. custody the kids custody the kids <gasps> that's a foil mustang we got the foil uh, uh, I, I, wanna, I understand ricky's apprehension because as we've said before right like we are not fans of the current state of modern or even the previous state of modern particularly after modern horizons 2 is the big one right modern horizons 1 was hogak right so like yeah, you know, a lot of stuff there, but you know, again, a lot of that stuff feels like the they can only put so much attention out, right? So much is going more to the corporate side that we are much happier with standard cards being in Pioneer than those direct injections. And obviously, we've felt like Modern has been very, very mismanaged, yeah. and Pioneer has, and especially with the mistrust around them talking about, you know, oh, we're putting Pioneer in Arena. Just kidding, but maybe now it is. But I, I still hold on to that. Man, the first couple months of Pioneer were really, really good. The ban list was very curated. I think it was well curated. I, I still have faith just because, again, we see some of those cards that weren't, uh, you know, you know, 80% win rate decks, but were still unfun, as they said, right? They mostly talked about fun, by the way. That was a big note they made is what's unfun. And while you're not going to see appraiser, I think, be, you know, the percentage of the metagame that, would normally warrant a ban. They just feel like turn three is too fast to be winning a game. And I can understand that. Right. So yeah. I understand Ricky's mistrust because of the, what we're seeing actually happen to modern, right? Oh, let's put our, let's put our corporate profits into modern, right? It's it, over the, over the health of the game. Um, and so I do think that's happened, hey, but they're, they're not afraid to ban poster board cards. Look, they banned Oko and Omnath. Yeah. 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 Uh, that being said, I again, I am like you in that I do hope – I am very hopeful, right? It, it sounds like they're hitting the cards. I'm very happy or comfortable with them hitting. You know, we'll see what the spicy unbanned potentially is that they're hitting at. But. And, and, and I, I with, when they talk about the process of like, well, you know, we, we tap people to be format experts and then they get a report to a wider group and then we make them with the wider group. Look, I, 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 I wish having someone internally in-house do that is great, right? Um but I really just think that like the formats now kind of do need that community group that now even that like commander and now popper do have. I just think like, I almost want to say like that. Like we, we can't just rely on the one person at the company to keep it on anymore because they're doing the regular job on top of that stuff. I feel like we need a, a smaller group as well to help advise. They're not talking about it, but something big changed between now and September because yeah. we got, we got tweets from people who were like, Ah, metagame looks healthy. And I I think it was fine. I really, again, I think the metagame looks f- fine to me, but I still think that there were some cards that, again, were unfun, as Wizards puts it, um, that we've been asking about for a while. 
that are now all of a sudden weren't a problem in September when these decks were way higher win percentage. And now that they're not, it, it might they might risk looking a little silly doing this, given the lack of mono greens prevalence. However, there's still a certain a still a certain four mana planeswalker that needs to go, you know. Um, but it's a very weird timing. So again, something big changed. Why would you ban it now and not when it was on top of it? Like again, I, I'm telling you, I think this is just because they didn't, they weren't 100 percent behind it, and they just said, "Well, we're going to ban Discover. Why not take this opportunity to finally get Karn off the board?" I think I think something way bigger happened. I think what I, happened I'm, is definitely like aliens. Thank you modern players, right? Yeah. Literally, thank you, modern players. Like the amount of like absolute like, big thank you, yeah. Yeah, True. like I, the Antrim. I'm still not. I'm still not going to say it. I'm still not going to say it. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say you it. Know. I'm the first one. Yeah, with the whole no changes when literally everybody's yep. playing scam and wizards still will not say the word scam. Right, they can't say it. It's illegal to say. It is. Um, Look, the wizards banned the deck named Bugs and Thugs because of the thuggy cult. Like they, they don't care. Yeah. So, anyways, the uh, I, I'm, but, I think it's scam. It's a little too close to home with maybe their you know. Yeah. I'm going to plug a video I made that I feel like didn't get a lot of love. Go look up our <laughs> secretly agreed is good video that I put, that I like, I put a lot of effort into. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Ricky. Sorry for interrupting you. No, no, it's just like, I think that the modern players really did raise like the roof. Cause the thing is like no changes on pioneer at the last band announcement. Do I want Karn gone? Yes. Yeah. Do I think Babel would be interesting to get rid of? Yes. But I didn't think the format was in a bad place. Yeah. And in fact, Agreed. I've never thought that the format, like ever since we've gotten out of the like inverter Heliod format, right? Yep. I don't think the format has been in a bad place since then. No. So I, I think personally that like uh, we're on a roll. So like Pioneer really didn't need a lot of changes. And I see the geological appraiser deck and I go, yeah, that probably does need to stop, but it probably doesn't need to stop now. It just feels like they're kind of like, we gotten grouped in. Ricky just wants free wins in a couple weeks. Huh? Ricky just wants free wins in a couple weeks. It's true. It's absolutely true. Well, the thing is, like, I mean, I've been prepping with against that. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Like, it sucks to have your prep thrown out the window. And, like, as as pointed out, like, right now, specifically in our world, in, in the United States, right? Yeah. Uh, Card Kingdom is, like, a 12 to 14-day shipping window. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, or sorry, TCG player is a 12 to 14 day shipping window. Star City Games has like a 12 day shipping window and like Card Kingdom is like, well, it's probably five days until we ship it. But, you know, we ship it when we ship it, you know? Yeah. I, I also, uh, if Fire Shoes needs cards, we're getting them. We're helping them out. We're hooking them. We're helping hook a brother sure. up. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. But like, of course. No, no, it's no. It's sort of like. It's sort of frustrating to like think of like. No, I 100%. I, I agree with you 100%. You know. I will say though. I will say though. That if it wasn't that technically RC Atlanta is out of the window when RC should have been, this weekend is technically last week was technically the end of the RC schedule, but because of a dream hack, America is taking place three weeks after that. Right. And then also on top of like it's just well, I'm just frustrated because all I can do is sit here and just wait. Because sure. like who knows? They could they talked a lot about Phoenix. And about how good Phoenix is with sleight of hand, you never know. They could just be like, "Heck it, Treasure Cruise is out too. Why not?" Right? It's just like I don't know what's going to happen. Right? They could drop all the heavy-handed hints they want until it's in paper. I don't know what the format is going to look like at all. 
You know, who knows? Sam Black. We need to get we need to the thing is like Sam Black just banning Karn, right? Like let's just say all that happens is geological appraiser and Karn get banned. Okay. Karn getting banned unbans so a much whole stuff. bunch let's, of let's, artifact decks. Yeah. So uh let's let's talk about then uh what do you think is gonna happen? Uh real quickly before we talk about our predictions, uh let me read off our also real quick. What what did they say about the unbans? Do you have a note on that? Um, and today, they just said like we're probably something online that we're probably unbanning. So, like they're they they something that's just, like they just said like there are cards that have been on there that as the format and new cards have been added just aren't as strong as they were at the time. Okay. So all they actually say in the stream because I watched today because I wanted to hear yeah. it again right is they say. While we're talking about bannings, we're also talking about potentially some unbannings too coming next week. Yeah. So they could unban nothing. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so like I said, we had about 100 people take our survey. So thank you to everyone who took the time to answer our quick little survey here. Uh, I said uh, that we had three quick questions that were what cards card or cards we banned on Monday. Uh, I gave a list of one, two, three, four, five. I gave just a, a small list of cards. Uh, and then said, if whatever we said isn't on here, what do you think is going to get listed? Uh, and then I did the same thing with every banned card I listed and said, what do you think will or if will be unbanned, if anything? Uh, so by far and away, uh, 74% of answers, it's 87.1% of people who answered the survey said Karn. 73 said Geograph, Geological Praise. It's 86% of the survey takers uh, at 106 even you had Quintorius and Trumpeting Carnosaur getting banned. Now, of course, these are multiples. So people, these could have selected multiple of these. I, I don't exactly have. I just know that, like, uh, these are people who, presented people who took the survey set these cards, right? Uh, we had 9% of survey takers said Fable. Um, nine? Nine. Oh, okay. Nine, 9.4%. Uh, 5.9 said Grease Fang and or Parhelion 2. Um... 3.5% said Nykthos, and then about 10% said cards not listed. Uh, those cards included, uh, again, these are write-ins, so, um, you know. Yeah, Bart Simpson, right? Uh, uh, we had Plukernos, Treasure Cruise, uh, Gleeful Demolition, Hidden Strings, Thing in the Ice all come up as possible bands. Sure. Uh, Thing in the Ice is the wild one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta be that they played against Thing in the Ice three times that day and got obliterated uh, every single there. time. They also said Sea Trino. Okay, that was a shout out. To, okay, yeah, uh, shout out, yeah, shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. I appreciate yeah, yeah. That. Too good, too good. It's too good. It's too good. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. clearly. Uh, as as for unbans, um nothing broke 50%. Out of, I was gonna uh, say, for, yeah. For unbans, this, this seems to have divided the community. Yeah, for unbans, we had 42.4% of survey takers say Smuggler's Copter. Uh, 34.1% said nothing gets unbanned. Uh, 14.1% said Kethys. 106 said Ballista. 946 Rest of Iteration. Uh, and then under like 10% right, we have 2.4% Balistrad Spy. 1.2% on the Fetchlands of Felidar Guardian. 7.1% on the Field of the Dead. 4.7% on Inverter of Truth. Uh, 5.9 say Leyline of Abundance, 4.7 on Luris, 2.4 on Nexus, 1.2 on Oko. Uh, no one said Teferi or Once Upon a Time. Oko was a meme, though. Oko was definitely. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. One point, again, it's a survey, right? This is just what we have. 
Yeah. Um, 4.7 said Uro, 3.5 said Veil of Summer, uh, 4.7 said Wilderness Reclamation, and 5.9 said Winota. And that's going to be all on screen if you're watching the video version. Uh, that's, and, and that's all that's all people's pet cards once you're below 10%, right? Yeah, 100%, right? Um, honestly, I'm kind of surprised Kefis is at a higher percentage. Uh, so let's uh, – do we want to talk unbans first or do we want to talk bans sure. first? Let's talk unbans first. Let's get the, the spiciness out of the way. All right. Um, so if I if if they for sure said one card is getting unbanned, like if there was a for sure card getting unbanned, um, my picks my pick or picks um, would be for sure number one is Kefis. Uh, I hate saying that uh, because I do not like that deck. I think that deck is watching people struggle to play that deck is worse than people playing eggs in modern. Um, I just think that Combex have kind of evolved past that kept this being kind of relevant. I think sure it could make a new deck, but I'm not that worried about it. I just don't want to waste my time watching my opponent struggle to play Kethis combo. Uh, then I like everyone else. I also bought my battle buses in case they screw up on a band copter. Yeah. You want to go Chris or do you want me to go? I, I have, I could give a lecture on this. I, I, I have thought also- a lot about this. I have tabs open on, on the cards and why they can or can't be unbanned, right? Like yeah. you can't unban Wilderness Reclamation in a format with with Lotus Field. Like you can't do it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you, that it, it is not an option, right? Like the, that will be too that will be too powerful, right? And maybe they choose to, but that to me is like some of the craziness. And unfortunately, some of the lands that have been printed since then. Same thing. Like you can't uh, bring back, unfortunately, um, Field of the Dead. Because there's triumphs, right? There's already decks that are just doing that anyway, and are just doing stupid stuff. The land of the, the field of the dead is just like stronger, way stronger than it than it was, right? So, um, again, I think that the only safe one, and I have the announcement up from banning the combo decks, is Kathis. This is the only card that I'm not telling you that they're 100 gonna do it, but the only card that I think is safe is Kathis because the combo was so dirtily. Yep. They were just hitting, if you don't remember, you can go back and read this announcement. They, they do talk about, and all they say is, while Kethis combo decks are relatively new reemergence of the metagame, we're seeing signs that these decks are already problematic and would become more so if other top decks were weakened. This was all based on theory. They're currently among the top 5-0 trophy winners. That's it, despite being a modest portion of the field. Um, and this was really one of those, Kethis was catching strays. Right, Kethos was not the problem. They they basically made an announcement or two in a row. If you followed Pioneer like we do every single week, that said inverted of truth isn't a problem, right? Yeah. And in this announcement, they say, hey, even though the data does not does not reflect that inverted of truth needs to be banned, the Pioneer play experiences is quote unenjoyable, and pe- less people are playing the game. So what they said was, and we talked a lot about this back on our old episodes. Right. We were happy because like, hey, you got inverter. That's fine. Right. But we we said at the time, Walking Ballista and Kethis were the ones catching strays there. Right. They didn't initially needed to be banned, but they were things where they said they literally threw their hands up and said, hey, you guys don't like combo. Fine. We'll ban combo. Basically, they said, you know, we're going to reduce the instances where players risk losing to a combo kill when tapping out in the early to mid game. Right. Where you just you just wake up dead, basically. So this is the card that I think makes the most sense to me just based on the ban philosophy at the time. Now, there could be something out there that I'm not thinking of where Kethis is just way too overpowered, but just based on the, hey, what card, you know, all these cards have probably gotten better because there's so many more cards out, but this is a card that 
was again we already wacky. have these weird like rona loop strategies it's just like i don't think kethis is kethis problem right and again the, the whole reason i'm picking this is that this is something that was not a targeted ban in the first place it was just something where we're stopping combo decks so kethis has to go yeah, that's so. what the announcement was so if and, you and i also i agree with you i 100 agree with you because i think they also like they also say like when we look at unbanned cards you think about how the format has gotten more str- like stronger over time i just think again the kethis deck Will it see play? Probably. People love that card. I just think the deck the deck is too dirtily, and it's just like I just don't. So like again, just on topic of safe unbans, Ricky, you got a spicy one. Yeah, you got some wrong ones. Uh, let me tell you, <laughs> I think you guys are uh, lovely co co hosts. Uh huh. But I definitely think you guys are wrong. Uh, can, you, can you get the door ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are wrong <laughs> on this, right? I've I got the tent ready out in the alley. You know. Uh, I think it's very funny that Chris made his name unbank this uh, for his uh, for this episode, you know, because uh, he's going to take all of his money out of the bank and pay me. What's well, on? It's unbanned Kethis. That's what it it's unbank this. If you add an e in there, sure. That's how you spell bank in the 1900s. Okay, I see. It's, it's got the it's got the British e, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see. Right. Yeah. This is a real problem in historic, which is arena dateable. Um, and on top of that, not saying that every card in historic is legal in yeah, high there's, a, there's a lot of things in historic that do not mesh no, with for sure. You're absolutely right. But they have data on this card being kind of problematic, probably already on a historic watch list. Um, but it's being held back because of there's cards like, you know, the ring. But uh that being said, this card has only gotten better. Like Plaza of Heroes has been printed. There sure. are now legendary lands you can dump into the yard that you can use to activate the Kethis, right? Sure. Um, and it says each legendary card, so you can play like Besage you out of your graveyard if you want to. Like just like random other plays that weren't relevant before that can be made. I think this card is very powerful right now. Do you I think that it's think... more powerful than Amalia combo? Um, so I could see it being probably more more powerful than Amalia combo, but what I mostly see it as being is uh, more dirtily. Yes. Uh, like wasting clock time. Again, it is just... You can easily... Pioneer eggs. In paper... Pioneer eggs. In paper, you can easily win game one with Kethis and chew through at least like 30 to 32 minutes of clock if you want to without even being called for slow play. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. Um, so uh, because of that, I think that the Kethis deck is not going to be great for Pioneer. Um, I think it is the closest runner-up to a card that could be unbanned. Okay. I, I have I, a lot to say on other cards. Sure, sure. I'm going to tell you, you what you I have. Think. You have got some a spicy bet going on. I think that Leyline of Abundance... There is... No yeah, shot. Listen yeah. to me. You have to listen to me. Oh, I'm listening. All right. I'm going to you put that collector booster in my hand. Leyline of Abundance is a card that costs four mana. It's free if it's in your opening hand, right? You should, well, don't skip over that, please. Don't skip yeah, yeah. over that. Like, four mana. You cost four mana? Wow. Yeah. That's so much. Okay. That's so much mana, Ricky. Um, it makes your elves tap for two mana, which is huge. Huge. Massive. Yeah. It does not increase any other mana, only creature mana. So your Wolf Willow Haven does not tap for extra mana like a card like Kinian would make happen, right? Your sure. Mox Amber will not tap for extra mana. Just your creatures tap for extra mana. 
Um, I can easily see wanting to remove Karn from Mono Green, but not wanting to kill Mono Green as a deck. I and think Mono Green will still exist just if we just take Karn out of it. I agree, but I think that they can see unbanning this card to like allow this card to slot in for the Karn, and then you build a real sideboard, right? And now the Llanowar Elf is still very, very dangerous, and even more so if they have this in their opener. But it's not unbeatable. Like It is still the Elf check on turn one, but like now in like an extra 28% of games where they have this Slay Line in their opening hand, that uh-huh. Elf check is like huge, right? But here's what you aren't considering. We have a card that is not in mono green, where we look at a card called Tyvar, and now all of our manorks are coming down with pseudo haste, and we're powering out some ridiculous bull crap. Sure. This whole conversation reminds me of the fact that the CIA in the 60s and 70s were secretly slipping LSD. Yeah. Many of their agents. Uh-huh. And this is just a great time to remind everybody guys, this, this, this is fact. I'm telling you that this card. I think that this card is very, very possibly the unbanned target. I think that literally I've, I've been, I've been cycling through this. I've been thinking about it all day, all right. day yesterday. Right. Yep. I think that one smuggler's In between Copter, seeing all the purple sparkles and the red, red rainbows. The worst card to unban. Look, if smuggler's Copter gets unbanned, baby, I'm like, we're all in on NT. We're, we're making it happen. Captain. Like, I'm just I'm saying like, it would be so bad to unban. Smuggler's Copter. So it's here's a world. Yeah, here's here's my thing. I don't I, think that this is when, I, when, I, when I bought when I bought my battle buses, sure. I didn't think I didn't buy them saying they're unbanning Smuggler's Copter. I bought them saying if Wizards is dumb and unbanned Smuggler's Copter. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You guys wonder why I hated the announcement. Like, oh, give Wizards a chance. Anyways, I bought battle buses and just <laughs> don't know that. what they're doing because I'm just playing FNMs. I don't have to go to the RC. Hey, know. listen. Hey, listen. I, I want to anyway, say that I, I can that, see a world uh-huh. where Leyline Abundance gets unbanned. Yes. I can see that world. That world is Monday where they say, We've banned Karn the Great Crater. We banned Nykthos, Shrine to Nyx. We banned uh, Land of War Elf. Right, I don't think when it's those three bad. things happen, they will then come out and say, "I, I hey, think you guys are unbanned not- playline of abundance. You cannot have a free double green pip exist with Nykthos. That's I think that's the problem. Otherwise, it already I already exists. What's that? It already exists. There's like two ley lines in in Pioneer, right? There's another green one. There's like two sets of ley lines, right? It's not a good card. It's like the plus one toughness and it's a. It's the yeah. It's like the token. Oh, like the Ravnica one or something like that. It gives like your, it gives like your tokens plus one plus one, right? It's yeah, like it gives you your yeah. creatures plus zero plus one, and yeah. whenever a creature comes into play, you gain a life. I would tell you that the my creatures tap for double mana is a much stronger effect. No, for sure. But I'm you're you were just arguing that free double green pips is the reason why we can't have it. It's most of the reason. <laughs> it's most of the reason. You you're not just going to discard a card for potentially double green pips. You will play that card if it also makes your creatures tap for double mana, right? Doesn't the card have other effects too? Right. It does have other effects. It for eight mana you can put a one counter on each creature you control. On each creature you control. Right, right, right. And anyway. thankfully there's not an excess of mana lying around in our mono green decks, right? Right. What I'm saying is I think that the mono green deck without the combo needs to beat down. And I think that it's going to need a card like this to continue to be as relevant as it is. 
Does it? I mean, like Which it's is irrelevant, go back, right? It's huh? gonna go back to it's gonna go back to being like Vorn clicks Vivian, and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I I think that this card would be interesting to see back, and I don't think it would be actually as good as. I people. think it's a hot take. I think it's a hot take. I think it's sure. a cool take, Ricky. I'm about it. again. I I could sure. see it. I think they'd have to ban Nixos. That's my yeah. honest take. Yeah. I just think that you guys are like, you guys are obsessed with this card being in the opening hand like every game, and I just don't think that's going to happen. And if you're going to mulligan to it, you're going to like end up so far behind. On no, the because 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 that's the new mulligan. Like all the, all we, the, like, the, first mulligan the first mulligan is like nearly free now with how it works. Like sure. I think you can easily do this. I mean, there's a I whole think, combo deck built around having a card in your opening hand right now, right? Like, if you have an appraiser, you're playing it early, right? You don't do any, you don't do much digging for that. Are you I kidding? I don't think it's that unreasonable. Terrible lands like uh, Crystal Grotto to like dig for this appraiser. And you know? lands, but you, you can usually hit it, right? I mean, you you can get fanged also pretty early. So I just I think it's more common than you think, especially with Mulligans, right? Um, I, I don't see the deck not playing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I do like think- right now in mono green, if your opponent goes on the play elf pass and you don't have a way to answer that elf, you're probably going to lose the game, right? Like it's a good chance that you're going to lose the game. And I'm pretty sure if you did the math on it and checked like unanswered turn one elf on the play in mono green, the win rate of that is probably really high. And I mean, I'm just, you're not, you're, not like, you're still not beating a lot of the combo decks that are faster than you is the problem. And there's, and there's, Again, some right now that are going right. to go away. Absolutely. Geological Appraiser, which is not a deck, apparently. Right. Um, Here's my thing, right? Like, with with Leo Abundance, now we can easily hit a play that is just like Forest Elf Go on my turn, tap Forest, Willful Haven on my first Forest. Um, now we have our third land. Now we've Wolf Willowed and played an Old Growth Troll on turn two. Like... I mean, the deck was incredibly powerful. The deck got to play Landland Abundance for like a week. It didn't start off on the yeah. ban list, I don't think. Oh, sure. before the deck was playing Karn. I mean, sure, it's playing like Ballista still, but like... Yeah, I think it's pretty strong. What do you guys think? So, Looter Scooter. That's the other card that people are thinking is like... I think card better not come off the list. I I agree. That's, yeah. again, my, my statement of if they're dumb and unbanned Looter Scooter, I'm playing Battle Buses. Um, I think the only other card, like it's like Kethys... I really want Wilderness Wreck. Like, let me tell you, I want Wilderness Wreck. It can't happen. Yeah. I, I, I also happen. want that card, but... Yeah. It's not because of Lotus Field. I, I think it is. I it's think you're crazy. <laughs> I think it is. I literally think just turn four, Wilderness Reclamation, untap my lands is insane. That is, that is of course, incredibly strong. You remember wow. the Wilderness Reclamation deck did not play Lotus Field back when it was legal, and the Wilderness Oops. Reclamation deck was a top-tier deck while Teferi, the deck, like, literally just playing Teferi ends your, you lose, like, as the Wilderness Reclamation player. Like, you were just yeah. done. I think once people realize how Wilderness Reclamation works and how it doubles your mana at end step, like, I think that really... Right. Well, the thing it's, is, it's a trigger, right? So, like, you tap all your mana, the first yeah. one goes off, you untap, you tap again, right? That's the problem. It's multiple. Like it, doubles, it doubles your mana at end step. Yeah. Right. And uh, it's kind it. of like there's already a card that does that. Yeah. Uh, but that card also makes it so that I have to play Yu-Gi-Oh and can't actually play instance anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know? But uh, I think that like Wilderness Wreck can't come off. I think the only other oh, option Yu-Gi-Oh is has instance. I think Kethis could happen, but I don't think it should. I think Leyline is the most optimal and I think that Loris could come off. I can see, I can see Loris. Because like actual factual what happens if you unban Loris, like 
people play auras. Yeah. I don't know. I think that we've come to a point now, especially like things like Leyline, Beanstalk, and like all these other like weird expensive cards, right? Yeah. That like, I don't think Loris is like that great. You have decks like humans, which have to debate on Loris or Adeline. And I Adeline. think Adeline still wins, right? Like, yeah. Um, like the other humans deck, like, are you going to play Loris or are you going to play like all the good three drops that you're playing the deck for? Yeah. Um, like maybe we see like that weird red, black Loris deck come back. Sure. Loris. Yeah. But that deck was fun. Yeah. Um, I think Loris, Kethis, and uh, Leyline. Yeah, for sure. And Leyline makes the most sense to me because they're going to be nerfing. I, I Look, I think it's going to be Kethis, and I don't want to be Kethis for the same reasons you also complain about it, where it's just like, people are just going to eat up the time. Again, I stand by, and it's just Pioneer Eggs, and it's just, God, I hate it. I hate it so much. Also, if 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 a 4-mana four 4-4 four, four that, that wins the game if you have no interaction is too good, and a 3-mana three 3-2 three with wins the game if you have no interaction is too good. How is a three mana three four that wins the game if you have no interaction going to be like, oh, this is fine? Yeah. All right. Well, I think that'll be do that. Let's uh what's Lunar scooter. Real quick, it was a popular one. Like the big problem with that is it's ubiquity, right? Like the thing is we talked about this a lot, so it yeah, may not be worth going into too much work. Modern players don't know what the word ubiquity means. Yeah. yeah. They're they're of it is ubiquitous. It's kind yeah. of a big word and they're like, I don't know what modern horizons too. That's the only word they speak, so you know. Yeah, so all I know is that I'm playing Fury, my opponent's playing Fury, and right. the guy I wrote is playing Fury, but we're all on different decks. Yeah. Lunar Scooter, again, it, it stops being interesting when, like, every deck is playing it. It's like, I understand the, like, oh, this card isn't that powerful. It didn't get banned because it was that powerful. Again, it, it went a while without being banned. Um, it, it was more that every deck was going to play it, right? Not yeah, just mono black, mono red. Yeah, that was the thing, right? Is people wanted to say, like, well, mono black just really leverage it into a way of just, I mean, yes, mono black was the best looter scooter deck list, but when every aggro deck is playing looter scooter, right? Now, Inti's a big deal, like, Inti's gonna be a big yeah, thing. With that. You, oh, Inti yeah. and looter scooter would just so they could do it, but again, I think that we would go right back to it depends on if their formats shifted on that because before. The, the philosophy was, hey, if every deck has to play it, then it's not it's not what we want, right? It's too strong, you know? The reason we don't make colorless cards that strong usually, so. All right, so now comes the time. What's getting the axe? What is... Oh, that's easy. Karn, Razor? Easy. Anything else? I hope not. No question. This is what I have to hope for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. anything else, and I've got to, like, I've got to just monk away for like the rest of the like week yeah. you know move to the himalayas sit under a waterfall while also playing phoenix you know yeah yeah i think i think this is weird because these bands aren't being made because the cards are too you know prevalent in the metagame right did you like, see the if this was if this was earlier in the year that could have been the argument we're now making these bands based on what's fun and unfun you know and again right. They're saying, hey, turn three is too fast to die. Even even if you're hating it out, right? Even if it just all all it takes is any kill and, spell. And, and and I hate to say it, but I mean that's what made me worry about like, does Greasefang fall into that, right? Like yeah. so many people complained about like, well, I just tapped out, my opponent had turn three Greasefang, and I got Parhelion. 
Well, to be fair, that requires two pieces. Appraiser is you just have to count. I, 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 again, I don't want to down. I, 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 I'm not trying to downplay. I'm not trying to speak semantics on what goes into them winning. I am just saying enough people complained about I lose the turn three Grease Fang, right? Turn three win. Yes. You have to be careful with that. True. Well, you know, True. I've been. Will they do it? I've been getting ranched by Grease Fang recently. Sure. But not from Grease Fang. I say the turn one Stitcher Supplier, turn two Sack Stitcher Supplier for Souls of the Forgotten. Ooh. I have a 6 7 in play on turn two. Uh, that's been getting me. So let's get yeah. on that because I don't like that. That's yeah, not enough. fun to me. Right. Fair enough. And that's, in fact, my problem with banning things on fun because you know what's not fun when I lose? Yeah. Has anybody ever lost in arena, gotten the did you have fun, and like clicked the the smile? Yeah, I did certainly, certainly. No way! Don't Absolutely. lie. Come on, come I on! You're, you're being you're ridiculous. You're 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 turning into the modern players that you swore to uh, right. <laughs> to, to turn against. You know, together, you is for you. I don't and think for nuclear bombs. I think I always uh, click the smile if I win, click the frown if I lost. That's fair. The problem is they, they never give it to you on like, uh, oh, man, that was a real back and forth match. They give it to you on the, I just got coughing babied on. <laughs> I I didn't draw lands or drew only lands for six turns in a row, right? Yeah, yeah. Those, those are the ones I get it on. So, yeah. They know. But, they know when you get that question. They know. Right. They know. All it's right. We're on hour 22, y'all. All right. Yeah. Well, it's a big episode. It's a big episode, Chris. Big episode. Chris is going to go take big sleepies. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say for sure, Karn, Appraiser. I think we leave Quintorius, right? I mean, if you want to look at some of the metrics, the matrix they have here, uh, as you just posted, like the matchup matrix for um, Japan and Korea, and Quintorius had a 38% win rate on the weekend. Uh, of course, they it was dropped from their combined um, when they added the, uh, it's not in the South American and the face to face one, but, uh, yeah, it looks like Quintorius really got hated out in Japan. Um, I mean, the turn definitely does make a difference when, and I mean, I think also open deckless does matter a lot in these matchups too. Yeah. So open, open deckless matters way more. And I hope that's something that they consider is like, I'm fine with them doing this because again, I, I think that it's probably a wise ban, even though I was the first one saying, Hey, you can, you can kill it super easily. You know, again, I've been farming the decks. And so I've been on the team farm those decks versus play them. But I do understand the philosophy. So hopefully, and I, I do like them taking action. So I don't want them to kind of back up on it. I guess is my thing. You know, I, the, uh, I think Karn's a great ban. Win rate. Of is it Phoenix versus Quintorius combo? What, what are you oh, happy yeah. with if they ban? Like, what's like, what is the is there a ban? Because like my happy ban, right? My they did a great job, like what did before is Karn Appraiser. I think that's a good ban list. I'm happy with that ban list. I got what I wanted for Christmas. You know, you, my happy ban list is Karn Appraiser. No unbans. Do you do you think Fable gets swept up in this as well? Finally. I think it could. Like, I don't know. I can't imagine. I just, I don't know that that breaks their fun barrier, right? If we're doing this based on, hey, what's healthy for the format? Like, again, I don't think it has the ubiquity that Looter Scooter has. Yeah. You know, I don't think it has the thing. I just, I think it's pretty much fallen out of relevance. And I don't see where it's like, oh, this is just, it's just a strong card, like Shieldred, right? It's a strong card. You know, it doesn't create terrible gameplay patterns, in my opinion. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I mean, Arthur, yeah. What's, your, what's your happiness list? I mean, I think I'm the same boat as you guys. I mean, um, Karn, Appraiser, Go. Um, 
probably no unbans, but uh, there's not an unban I'm excited about. There's not an unban I'm excited about just because like if Kethis comes off right, like oh god, I don't I don't want to sit there anymore. Like that's the one thing I hate again with the neural decks is just like I know I'm gonna lose, but I'm not gonna concede because like you could just fumble, bud. Like and I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let that drop right. Um, I want them to unban only Skelding Tarn so I can have fun for like. <laughs> Six weeks before they realized that that was a terrible mistake. You know, that's that's is my, it, not, is in the format. What's that? It's not in the format. Not legal. Oh, it's not one of the fetches that they printed it, at some point. It's a, it's a cons yeah. fetch. It's, it's not a, a cons fetch. Oh no! Only the cons fetches are legal. All right, flooded strand. Flooded strand. Okay, sounds good. Um, you know, like I would have fun with Smuggler's Copter until I started hating it in every deck list. Yeah. Um. I would do gross things with Smuggler's Copter. But, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I'm not trying to say, like, the Pioneer ban list is sacred, but just, like, I don't think anything needs to come off. Yeah. Are there cards I think can come off? Yes. Um, Kethis being the biggest one. Um, I think Luris is probably... We, we were pretty, like, really, what is Luris doing? Uh, once they errata happened. Right? At, the, at, the, at the time, Luris was out, right? And it was, bef- like, pre-errata. I think the thing with Luris being so dominant was... It just helped push you to make good deck building decisions. And yeah. now there are cards that give you actual reasons to question playing Luris. Yeah. So, uh, to be fair, what, where we just made an argument about Ubiquity and the problem with Luris was like you would just make the two changes to play Luris and just have the Luris, right? Like I think that's the problem is it, it, it was really just limiting deck building choices. I don't know that it was too strong, but again, I'm not happy with the Luris unban. I could see if they did it, but I really think that, again, it's just like Looter Scooter and the problem that the reason we were pro-ban in the first place Every every aggro deck was just playing it just because it was just like oh well I don't want to play any threes and now we live in a world where like oh well we're gonna play convoke because yeah. you know whatever well, I will say that no matter what happens when the list goes up on Monday we'll be in the Discord talking discussing with everyone um, and I would assume if stuff really goes crazy and shakes out we'll probably have an early episode next week just yeah. to really kind of uh, break things down but we'll be talking about stuff in the Discord with everyone. Um, I'd like to simul like be there when it goes live, but I'll be working. So what I might do is I might kind of quickly, cause I'll be at lunch probably when that list comes out. So I might just kind of like live stream my reaction from my phone in the parking lot or whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I might be off work that uh, in the morning. I think I have, I think I might go on later. But. I'll do, I'll do MBT reading the Yu-Gi-Oh! ban list at the, at the YCS. Gentlemen. Um, I think that there's been a lot of heated debate today. Yeah. So I think we need to quickly cool off with a surprise does it slap coming from 313th place in the Nadian RC? Okay. Gentlemen, Jackie Butt would like to know Does this slap? What is this deck list? 313th place. Oh, is this just. This is Dreadnought? Yeah. Uh, George Bush did 7 11. Vehicles. Four Hotshot Mechanic. Three tw- Sorry, hold on. I have to make it official. All right, uh, four hotshot mechanic, three toolcraft exemplar, four giant ox, four ingenious smith, one SRAM senior edificer, one armed and armored, four get lost, two Kai's reconstruction, four console dreadnought, four colossal plow, one record bank buster, one licensed hearse, uh, one imperial recovery unit, three piece walk colossus, one fleet wheel cruiser, uh, one sky sovereign of console flagship. This is a player who's be really happy when Karn gets banned. Yeah, like. Imagine if they were playing next uh, next RC, right? Yeah. This deck, 
come on. This deck? Amazing. Yeah. Look, if Karn gets banned, I'll go pick up my full Dread Dots. I'm just saying, like, we're playing Giant Ox Plow, you know? Yeah. yeah. Look, we also, I will say, I'm, I'm taking the deck back. We're, we're taking the deck back from MPG Goldfish and Safdol. I'm trying to call this Mr. Plow because, look, we're above Simpsons references. This is Yacht Club far and away. And Armed and Armored is a card that is uh, one of those set booster exclusive cards that is uh-huh. technically standard legal. Uh, so that is a real card you can play in Pioneer. It's from Kaldheim. What was Kaldheim originally, right? Yeah. Two mana at instant speed. Make your vehicles uh, all men. You know? Creatures. Yeah. Uh, this deck is sick. Yeah. I commend anybody trying to play this hotness in Pioneer at the RC. And yeah. for that reason, I'm going to have to give this a perfect six power that Giant Ox crews for. Nice. Six tough. I mean, I'm giving this an 11 out of seven. Woo! For the uh, Colossal, Dread, uh, Colossal Dreadnought. Yeah. Consulate. Yeah. Consulate Dreadnought. Um, I'm going to give this a, uh, a two out of the four power that Hotshot Mechanic crews for. Ooh, nice. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, of course, that would do this episode. Like I said, we'll be back probably, probably early next week uh, following the bandlist announcement, but do join us in the Discord. Links to, our, to join the Discord are always below. Uh, the this, this show is sponsored by one of support Patreon, patreon.com slash crew3mtg. We have several tiers available. Uh, of course, all of them do get access to our Patreon channels in our Discord uh, they each also just have different tiers of rewards available uh, for exclusive content all the way to um, uh, swag bags that I send out with cool, fun cards that I curate every month uh, that are pioneer relevant in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and then, of course, everyone does get to ac- have access to the Patreon channel and the mailbag uh, where everyone can ask a question. I'm going to skip ahead a couple people. I'm sorry. I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip ahead a couple questions because I think this is very relevant. Uh, let's, we're going to skip ahead to Rancor who asks, if Karn is banned, what artifacts, activated ability are you most excited about in Pioneer? Uh, Slam, Dunk, Oni, Cult, Anvil. I'm going to say the Black Staff of Waterdeep. Mm. I think that might be my answer also. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, yeah, it I is. Would, I would tell you that the real answer, although it hasn't been relevant for a minute, is the new equip abilities on the artifacts we're getting for Scissors. So not just the black staff, but the more relevant ones are like the dire flail and the diamond pickaxe, things like that that we're throwing equipments on. Those are those are probably some of the main ones. But you know, hey, there's cauldrons, there's all kinds of stuff, right? Treasures, yeah, just treasures, yeah. Treasures, treasures yeah. is an answer. Uh, does Karn stop treasures because it's mana ability? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Activated abilities. Karn is everything. Yeah, that's right. It stops your. Uh, it stops your. Treasurable uh, land from tapping yeah, yeah. for mana. Citadel, yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I'm most excited about: tapping my dark steel citadel for mana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spring leaf uh, drum. Yeah. Well, that would do for this week, gentlemen. I'm I want to thank you for me, and I want to thank everyone for listening in to the show, tuning in week out, and of course, thank you everyone for Patreon, patreoncom crew 3 mtg Gentlemen, where can people find you on the socials? Hey, you can find me on the x.coms. Uh, under my real name. I don't use a performer name on that website, uh, <laughs> Chris Klein, uh, but my at is it's underscore Christmas. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter under my stage name, 
add also Steve. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm out there uh, plowing away at all sorts of manner of nonsense. So give me a follow and uh, help me, I don't know, take over X.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can find me at Crew3Podcast over on Twitter and, of course, posting things like we're back to having the video podcast going up. Uh, I'm going to try to get them out on the weekend. If not, usually we'll be up by Monday. Uh, I'm just trying to get them a little better at being as relevant and close to the audio drop of the podcast as possible. Uh, also, coming up soon, uh, we'll be having video content go to Patreon ahead of coming to YouTube. And then, of course, Ricky is going to start streaming uh, on the occasional Wednesday evenings. And then uh, I'm going to start streaming here the next few weeks on Sunday morning slash afternoons for a few hours. So yeah. uh, we've got a lot of content coming out. So be sure to check into twitch.tv slash crew3mtg. Uh, and VODs are going to go up on youtube.com slash crew3mtg there as well. And, of course, if you're listening to this, uh, this weekend, I will have finally the wrestling stream and our magic playing from Extra Life up there as well. And, of course, intermixed through those is Chris's amazing pack openings as well. So uh, be sure to watch it and join. Tune in for that. Uh, we will talk to you all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.